0: Yeah. Hi, and welcome back to Gus Toons Jets Podcast. I'm glad you could join us again. New listeners, old listeners, and you. Um, as usual, um, to start off this pod, we've got Dr. Nick, but he's not a real doctor, with the quiz. Hiya, Nick. What do you got for us today?
1: Hello, mate. Uh, I'm good. I've got uh, another trivia question as, as I was uh, speaking to you about off-air um it's normally as people might know or might not know uh, on twitter or x i run a community called gangrene in the uk and europe and every week i put on a little question just a bit of fun nothing special but we do the answer on here and the question this week is um which team drafted kevin maway in 1994 before the center left in uh, free agency to join the jets was it a the houston oilers uh, b Minnesota Vikings C Seattle Seahawks or D the Cleveland Browns the answer was Seattle Seahawks so um, he joined the, the Seahawks in 1994 as the team's second round draft pick which was 36 overall and over the next 16 seasons he evolved into one of the greatest centers in the league He spent the first two seasons with the Seahawks as a right guard before switching exclusively to the center position for the remainder of his career. After four seasons in Seattle, he signed with the Jets. He uh, exhibited tremendous athleticism and was a teammate that could always be relied upon to perform his duties at the highest level. Now in his first season with the Jets, he helped the team earn a divisional title and a berth in the AFC Championship game. During his years in New York, he helped pave the way for uh, seven Hall of Fame running back Curtis Martin's ten 1,000 yards seasons. And after eight seasons with the Jets, unfortunately, he suffered a torn tricep in his left arm, um, the first major injury of his professional career. And after he recovered, he joined the Titans as an unrestricted, uh, excuse me, as an unrestricted free agent in 2006. Now, in 2009, he was ranked 5th in a Sports Illustrated poll of dirty players. The magazine surveyed 296 uh, NFL players to come up with the ranking. Uh, He was quoted on the Titans site as saying he was proud of the recognition because he plays the game hard. Um, He said, I've been known to leg whip a time or two. I've paid the price for those both physically and in the pocket. And as we know, on February second, two thousand and nineteen, he was announced as, uh, to be a part of the two thousand and nineteen Pro Football Hall of, Hall of Fame class. Um, an absolute legend. Um, you know, it's we got Nick Mangold after, but to have two great centers. But yeah, do you have any any uh, um, thoughts on that? Any you know? Any, yeah, uh, how, yeah. how was he when you did? You ever see him play?
0: I've I've never actually seen him play live, but obviously uh, when he came over to us from Seattle, um, when he got uh, traded, it was immediate. um, The O-line, it just changed completely, Uh, it all starts. uh, People say it's um, tackles that uh, control um, the O-line sometimes, and to a degree that's right, but um, In my opinion, it all starts with the center. I mean, you only have to look what Nick Mangold did as well. Um, They they call all the signals when they see the defensive shifts and everything. And Moe was absolutely outstanding, and that, like Nick Nick Mangold. I mean, it's unbelievable that we've had, we've gone from Moe to Mangold. We've been, as a fan base, um, absolutely spoiled uh, when it comes to centers. I'm trying to remember the guy, Wesley, I can't remember his second name. He came in after um, Mangold left and he was just a turnstile. So yeah, we've been (laughs) spoiled. But you know what? We've got, um, not to get anything away from away too much, we've got uh, Conor McGovern in at the moment. Conor McGovern uh, was ranked by PFF as a top 10 centre last year. And he's back and he's now got uh, a Hall of Fame um, quarterback um, behind him. And I think that's absolutely tremendous. So. We've got another good um, centre as well. He's not a Hall of Famer, but he's certainly a very, very good centre. So, yeah, absolutely love Kevin Moway. Got his shirt, really need to put it in the frame and put it on my wall. I've stopped wearing it now because it's starting to get a bit old.
1: <laughs> so, uh, Definitely one, definitely one for the, uh, for the wall, I think. Those kind of legendary uh, jerseys, definitely got to get framed.
0: Absolutely. That's a great, uh, great question.
1: Cheers, mate. Um, as we, as I mentioned, we were speaking off air. So when we, as the t- at the time of recording this is a Saturday. Tonight, we've got the Jets versus the Giants. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, obviously, it's a late one here in the UK. So there's a chance I might watch the first half and then just try and catch up with the second tomorrow. But yeah, as you normally say, uh, Gus, go Jets.
0: Absolutely. Cheers. Cheers, mate. I'll see you next week. Take care, mate. Cheers. You guys know how highly I think of Gus. Love you too, Bob. Thanks, Nick. And welcome back to Costumes Jets podcast. And with me, as usual, are Alistair and John. John, unfortunately, is stuck on what might as well be the moon because he's in Lithuania due to air traffic <laughs> problems. So hopefully um, John's connection is all right and he's got a ton of hamsters peddling like crazy to keep his internet connection up. So hopefully it doesn't drop off. And if we do, we'll have to send over more seed kernels for those hamsters. How are you guys doing? John, are you okay, my friend?
2: Yeah, just about, just about. There's a good job I bought bought a lot of uh, meat donuts uh, from the local Lithuanian shop to keep those hamsters, uh, you know, busy kicking. Otherwise, otherwise the uh, internet will be dropping off any second now. But yeah, so uh, I've got another week here. So it's all good fun uh, seeing the Lithuanian family. Um, yeah, with the boy. So uh, yeah, meat donuts. I'd, I'd, uh, that's my big uh, demand every time I come to Lithuania. So you can't, obviously you can't get them in England. And uh, yeah, they are what they say on the
0: tin uh, donuts full of meat. And so they're great. Don't forget to book two seats on the way home then. <laughs> Alistair, uh, how you doing, my friend?
3: I, I feel, I feel a new man now. I know about meat donuts. I feel, <laughs> you know, I was okay, and then I heard that stuff about the meat donut. Now I feel fantastic. I'm not sure how I feel yet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, I'll bring some over. I'll bring some over when I come back, whenever that is.
3: Listen, listen. People tune in for jet stuff, and I think talking about meat donuts is 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 a nice break, you know, for, for <laughs> listeners.
0: Yeah, it is. I'll tell you what, guys. We have got a ton going on. Um, we'll just give a, a quick recap. Um, it was the, the uh, Snoopy Bowl at the weekend, and we won it! Yay! Yay for, for whatever James. you know, a win is a win is a win. You know, everyone likes to win. If I, if I had the choice of winning every single preseason game or not, of course you'd take the win. So anyway, we, we did. We got away with the win, and it's against the Giants. So I don't care. There's Giants fans on Twitter crying into their whatever. <laughs> so, that's really nice to see. So, we've finished on a really good note there. And we've got two weeks to go before the start of the season and our opener with the Buffalo Bills. Any, um, anything that you liked in the Giants game? Uh, John, do you want to go first? Yeah. Um,
2: so, yeah, it was just great to get the win, wasn't it, really? So, uh, to be honest with you, so I only saw the highlights of it. But seeing, uh, you know, A-Rod and seeing that, back, that fade throw to Wilson, uh, that's a really good sign, you know. If if, if Rogers hadn't scored um, in those first two series, then you know that's been a lot of rust. But he seems to have a lot of uh, chemistry with Garrett, and obviously the good thing was no uh, no injuries. So yeah, uh, that is that's all I cared about. I'm going to be absolutely honest with you. Don't yeah, care I mean, about
0: anything else. I, I have to say, I mean, you know, we've been talking about this on the podcast. Um, for the last at least the last three weeks, and yeah, I know it's a little bit tongue in cheek, doing a little prayer at the end, <laughs> but you know this is something that you know we have to look at because of our situation, especially in the last two years, uh, our injury uh, it's just our injuries have just been absolutely ridiculous, and we are one of the league leaders in t- in players on IR. Look at our offensive line, absolutely got decimated, and we had whatever it was, what five or six starting offensive tackles, which was just insane. Mm. But um, I have to say, I've got to bring this up. There were hairs standing. I didn't watch the game live. I watched it as live um, the following morning. Mm. Didn't didn't have any social media on, so I had no idea what score was or anything. And as I say, I watched it as live. And Aaron Rodgers walking out in that beautiful white uniform, And the crowd at MetLife just going absolutely berserk. And he's giving the old uh, rock-on fingers both, both sides. And I was just like, wow, this still doesn't feel real. It is real, but it still doesn't feel real. And in my fandom, I can't remember having so much optimism since I don't know when. And it's just like, wow. And then, as you guys say, that first drive he had, you know, it petered out, and then the touchdown to um, Garrett Wilson was just insane. We've seen uh, we've seen uh, Rodgers do these throws as a Packer, and like you know, it's just like wow. If only we could get a quarterback like that, and now we have, yeah. and not only that, we have got at the same time we've got this absolute dynamite wide receiver in Garrett Wilson, and you're right, they've got this chemistry working already. So, wow. I can't wait for this season to start. Honestly, it's just ridiculous. I'm so pumped up. So uh, that was that was it for me, really. I was like you guys, I want to see Rogers come on, do a drive, score preferably. He did, he did all of that and, and more. And uh, awesome. And Zach's came on as well. Zach looked okay again, no errors. And uh we have, I think I'm right in saying, three INTs for the season. Uh Tim Boyle got two and uh, our journeyman uh, strebler, he got one as well, oh, yeah. but no interceptions from Zach Wilson, no interceptions from um, Rogers, obviously because he only played two series. But I think that that's really good. That's good signs. Good signs. Mm. Yeah. So it's Tuesday, and Tuesday is cut down day. Uh, the Turk is knocking. And so far, uh, have you guys seen who's been released so far?
3: Uh, yeah, as up as up to date as I am, um, I, I think I've seen uh, the list, and and obviously the standouts are the uh, probably it's probably two or three. Ericsson, because he's scoring touchdowns, but I didn't really expect him to make the fifty three, if I'm honest. And then and then obviously Bam and Trey Dean are the other two. Trey Dean's your boy, Gus.
0: Yeah. Um, for, for those that don't know, this is the list so far. Uh, running back Bam Knight, safety tradeen, safety Muddy Waters. He'll be feeling a bit blue. Linebacker Nick Virgil. Um, I think that's a bit vigil, not Virgil. Linebacker Sam, I'm going to butcher this, Egwivan. Uh, linebacker Claudine Cherilis. As you said, wide receiver Alex Erickson. Surprisingly, offensive tackle Greg Senat. Um, D-line Pitter. I'm not going to say his second name because it's an island name, I will butcher it. Uh, defensive back Dane Cruikshank and DB Jimmy Moreland, who is on IR, possibly. Um, the standout, yeah, Ericsson, he has looked good in um patches. Uh, you know what I think about trading Trey trading. Trey mm. he, he should, I'm sorry, but he should be making this team, he still might make the team. But Ashton Davis, you know, where credit's due, he's come good. But I just hope this isn't a flash in the pan. And then we go back to Ashton Davis 1.0 all over again. So if
3: if Ashton Davis makes a team, which we think he will, because it's special teams as well. So if Ashton Davis makes a team, and you're going to say Tony Adams is going to be there, and obviously Whitehead's going to be there, and Amos is going to be there. So if, if you're bringing Trey Dean back, you're going with five safeties. I mean is that is that realistic do you think
0: um I'm just trying I'm just trying to get the um roster up as we speak now
3: I mean it'll be it'll be those four I mean white Whitehead and Amos will be in uh, Tony Adams will be in and and Ashton Davis you would think would be in given that trading's not made it there's no one else is there, that I'm missing
0: um for whitehead to...
2: Adams Amos Davis,
3: so... Yeah, Yeah. so then if those four and they're obviously keeping Davis because they like him on special teams, they like his personality, there's something they like about him, so they're keeping him Um, and I, 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 unfortunately I just don't know if I see room for Trey Dean as a fifth safety, you know, given the fact that we're going to carry 700 defensive linemen
0: well, I thought that they might have updated the um, depth chart, and they mm-hmm. haven't. At the moment, as it stands now, um, Jordan Whitehead is starting strong safety. Uh, as expected, Tony Adams is starting free safety. Yeah. Um, Ashton Davis is back up strong safety, which I'm happier that he's there than free safety. Um, Amos is back up free safety. I still don't think that Amos is the player that he used to be. He is older last year. He had a nightmare season, but who knows? But then so they've still got listed on the depth chart. They've still got a tradee and um, muddy waters there. So, so that's, I don't know who's going to be backing up after that. Jarek Bernard Converse, don't forget about him, draft oh, pick. Yeah. He's uh, still yeah. um, listed on the depth chart, but he, I think he's still on IR at the moment. But he is listed here actually as a free safety, which is interesting because obviously he's. Not a free safety, cornerback, but he has played free safety, so that'd be interesting. But um, yeah, it's
2: a shame. Um, it's a shame uh, uh, Dean's being cut. Hopefully, we can get him on the practice squad. But obviously, uh, Salah's love affair with Surratt as 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 is the reason for that has been the catalyst, isn't it? Really, because um,
0: Surratt haven't we, Chad? So far, days. so far. But I mean, that could change. Yeah. But as I say, that's all we've got at the moment. The two line, well, three linebackers that have gone: uh, uh, Vigil, Egwivan and Cherilis. But as I say, it was mm. it was um, Irish Jet uh, Timmy off Twitter. He, he was pointing out to me uh, in in DMs. Uh, he said, "What do you think of Greg Senat?" And I'd seen I'd seen Senat playing. hadn't really paid that much attention to him. And I had a look at him in the uh, Giants game, and he's playing. Lights out, good. So, and he's actually been waived, which is a surprise because I think that the Jets actually had interest in uh, teams trading for him. So I'm mm. not quite sure if he's been waived or traded, but it says here that he's actually been waived. So the well, cool. same thing
3: with Bam Knight there. There was there was trade talk for for Bam Knight, wasn't there? And then there was, he got yeah. he got waived. So yeah, they're obviously but, just. And oh, we're stacked, aren't we? We always knew this was going to be the thing, and you said it in the past two past two pods, mate, that people are going to come and take our players that we're cutting because we're cutting starting calibre
0: players. the funny thing is it's just like, I think the players, I think the teams that are going to come in for the players, I don't think they're going to be like bottom half uh, table uh, teams. I think Mm. they're going to be mid-table teams and possibly even top-table teams Mm. that are going to be coming in for these players. So, which makes it even greater how good a job that uh, Joe Douglas is doing. Mm. We're cutting players that are getting picked up. On the flip side of that, that means that we won't be picking up players. Well, probably yeah. not. Mm.
2: But, so uh, it's a good job that term played good on the weekend and he's now the starting right tackle. Mm. You know, let's he, pray that he stays healthy
0: and, uh, you know, he's looking good though. He's looking exceptional. Uh, I, don't, I don't think in the games that he's played, I don't think he's actually given up a pressure. He certainly hasn't given up a sack.
3: Not on the right side, he hasn't, no.
0: No, so, wow, you've got that that ABT back as well. So, that offensive line, I I put on Twitter today, I said, you can call me crazy if you like, but if this team stays healthy, this offensive line stays healthy, I'm predicting that they are going to be ranked a top 10 offensive line. Yeah. Uh, there's a few people that've called me out on it and they're saying, well, how how are you arriving at that? Well, Aaron Rodgers has got one of the quickest releases in the NFL. So if Aaron Rodgers is getting that ball out quick, that's going to reduce the amount of pressures. That's going to reduce the amount of sacks. So it it will have an effect. So also continuity continuity.
3: though as well, because the starting five, given that McGovern's going to start at centre, the starting five were all there last year. Mm. You know what? They all know each other. They all know each other's traits. They all know each other's uh, foibles and flaws and movements. And, yeah, you know, um, we, we've added we've added depth. We've added different backups and all the rest of it. And that's the key. What you said was if it stays healthy. If it stays healthy, it could be a really good offensive. It could be a really good O-line.
0: Yeah. I'm um, just looking at um, the AFC East cuts as well. I was going to go through them. But, honestly, there's absolutely nothing here that... Um, takes my fancy to be perfectly honest it just goes back to what we were talking about i don't think that um oh apparently ja- javelin gidry has been cut as well i yeah. didn't see that coming oh and yodni Caduce.
3: yeah i seen that one. soccer juice went yeah uh, again oh, that's 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 because they love we knew that turner was going was going to make the make the 53 because they love him because he 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 went to denver didn't he, didn't he last year yeah, so he's been he's been with uh, Hackett for the last well. This will be, you know, three three consecutive teams now with Hackett. So again, he's like he's a bit like an Ashton Davis character in that he obviously brings something that that makes him uncuttable. So he's there.
0: I'll tell you what's um um a little bit weird for me is we've still got Barnes on roster, and I know Zaire Barnes was a draft pick. Was he a fifth round draft pick? But yeah, I think so, yeah He has constantly missed tackles I mean, he's a rookie and I don't know, are you expecting a fifth round but then you look at someone like um, Mr. Mr. Clemens he was a lower round pick and he's a, he's arguably a starter I mean, I know they rotate <laughs> but Zaya Barnes is constantly he hasn't, in my opinion, he hasn't done enough to Warren being on the fifty. the thing is
2: with Barnes, he's good in coverage
0: and he's very fast. He is. So I but
2: can he see him. Uh, yeah, I can see him. You know, teach. He's taught just sitting on the sidelines and being a special teamer, and you know, to speed on the on the tackling side of it. So, oh, I've got a high hopes with Barnes,
0: actually. To be honest, oh, I do. I've- I think come the end of the season, I think you could see him spelling. But right at this moment in time, again, you know, this isn't a normal season. We, we've got to keep eyes on the prize, and it, you've got someone like Surratt, who I think is now a fourth-year veteran, third, three, three years going to his fourth year, who does know the league. And in, when he was healthy, he got that ankle injury. He looked really good. And if Barnes mm. makes the roster over Surratt, who. Oh, I don't I'm too happy about that, but this is, I think Surratt is, is more NFL ready than obviously than Barnes is. But like you say, but if you put Barnes onto the practice squad, is someone going to snap him up? Someone probably, that, yeah, that yes. hasn't got depth at uh, uh, linebacker.
2: So one thing I'm uh, keeping my eyes on, guys, is uh, what wide receivers are out there. So because obviously with uh, Corey Davis um, retiring. He's got to give back his signing bonus because of that. Uh, we've now got that, that frees up that 10 million, right?
3: Um, yeah, but the wide receiver is still quite busy. What's that? The wide receiver room is still quite... I mean, Obviously, if we're keeping Gibson, we're keeping Brownlee. Um, yeah, so I'm
2: just seeing two... who else is out there. I mean, you've got Crowder's back on,
3: but he's a slot.
2: you got Ward, Greg Ward from Philadelphia. He's 5'11", 190, so he's not the size of Corey Davis. Riga, he's available for Minnesota. He's
3: been. Yeah, to, honestly, John, do any of these names you're saying now excite you more than giving one of the rookies a go? Yeah, exactly.
0: Well, yeah,
3: I'm just I'm saying, I'm just
2: waiting. You know, if there's any, any exciting wide receivers out there, you never know, do you? But
3: uh, probably
2: yeah.
0: not. But you never know.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, at the
0: moment, we've got Garrett Wilson, we've got Alan Lazard, we've got Merkel Hardman, we've got Xavier Gibson. Congratulations, and we've got Randall Cobb. Yeah. And we've got Brownlee, so that's actually six wide receivers. Yeah, how many do you want?
3: <laughs> I think I think they're done. I think that's it. I think that's the six. And then because the other thing is the one that really interests me is the tight end group because yeah, 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 has has, has, has Kuntz done enough? And what happens to your Boa? You know, you know, you know, you know, there's three they're keeping. You know that. Um, obviously Rocket and and uzoma and um and Conklin. But but then do you carry four? Do you carry five? Do you know is, is if they cut or if they cut Koontz, is he going to land somewhere else uh, before he makes the practice squad? That's the one that's interesting to me because we're having four running backs and six wide receivers
0: and a fullback
3: and a fullback Nick Borden.
1: Yeah, and
3: suddenly you're going.
0: I think I mean, your is gone. Hand? I think your is gone, which is a real shame because he's actually got some real chemistry going with with Zach. I know obviously Zach's not playing. But he, he looked good in preseason with Rodgers as well. So it, it's good. It's, it, if they're going to go with the three, the three definites are Azama, Ruckett, and Conklin. Yeah. Jay Jenkins will be gone. Zach Kuntz, see, Zach Kuntz is mm. in the same bracket as Zaire Barnes. Not good enough to play. They are a little bit, I mean, Zach Kuntz is not in the same bracket as Barnes because he's a seventh round pick. And Barnes yeah. is a lot further on than Kuntz is. But if you put Kuntz, on the on the practice squad, is he going to make someone's fifty three? I mean, we talked about this last week. Last week, when you pick a player up off the waiver wire, they've got to go into the fifty three. Are there any teams out there that with, with say three tight ends looking for a fourth and that could afford to put him on a um, practice squad? I, I honestly not practice squad in the team. Yeah, in the fifty three. that's a worry for me
3: because 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 and I've said this before. Because coaches and scouts, they look for they look for the intent. They look for the stuff you can't coach. And Zach Kuntz is loaded with stuff you can't coach. His size, his uh, frame. His, you know what I mean? If you can get that kid playing, then he can be a monster. And I think, I think somebody will see that and go, yeah, we'll take a chance on him.
0: I mean, his rascal was off the chart. I mean, it's the best ever for a tight yeah. end. Yeah, it's insane. So... I just want to throw this out here. See what you guys think. John, take this one first. Do you think that this, because of the value that Kunz could possibly have, and his blocking has looked really good in the preseason, his his game is a catching tight end, but he's proved hmm. that he could also block as well. Do you think that there's a chance that we could trade one of the others, Conklin, Uzama? Ooh. I don't think we'll trade.
2: Oh, that's a good question, Jamie. Rocket, local lad, so I think he'll be staying unless he goes to the Giants. Um, Conklin's got a—he's he, a good. I liked—I liked Conklin when he was at Minnesota, so I think he would be Rogers' favorite target. He's an undervalued uh, fantasy asset for sure. Is Conklin? So yeah. Could be CJ. Could be the, the CJ because if Conklin's—I know we do a lot of two tight end sets, but um, yeah, I mean CJ. Who's your mama? He, yeah if there's one to get traded then that would he would be the guy wouldn't he because he was a starting tight end for Cincinnati he got paid a lot of money um he could get yeah he could get traded yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Should get well, a good I mean, shout I've had that little sneaking suspicion I mean as it stands now they are the starters w- without question but mm. I'm, I'm just thinking he's a 9 year vet How, mm. you know next year I believe I actually I think Conklin and Uzama are both free agents um, next year. So, is there a chance that a team might come in? I don't know what the cap hit would be on uh, release. I really want
2: to keep Conklin though. Really, I really like Conklin. I think he's going to have a great season, so I don't want him getting. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think I think you're right in what you're saying. I think Conklin will become a favourite of Rogers, and he's figured quite a bit in the preseason. Can you uh, going going back through the preseason? I can't remember Uzama doing too much in preseason. Did he get any snaps? Did he get many snaps? I don't really see him. I,
3: would, I mean, a lot, a lot of the starters didn't know.
0: No. A lot of, I mean, Wilson camp.
3: only 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 got snaps in that last uh, the first quarter of the Giants game, right?
0: Yeah, but even in even in training camp, he it, it was quite quiet. In, it, well, to me, maybe I've missed it, but, but I, I was watching training camp every day and looking mm. at reports, and it did he didn't jump off the page at me, so. Do you, do, know, do you know
3: what? I don't hate the idea, but I'm also like, this, this is our tilt at a Super Bowl. You know, we need experience. Yeah. We need, we if, need um, this, this guy's t- yeah. the Same with Jordan Whitehead. Anyone who's who's been, been to a Super Bowl before, even if they haven't won it, just getting to the big game is mm-hmm. worth keeping around. And, and Yuzoma has.
2: I think uh, Joe D needs to make a phone call to... Houston or Arizona because they love to give, uh, they love to make those really bad trades. So if we can get like something decent for CJ then off those guys, then yeah, absolutely. That'd be brilliant, wouldn't it?
3: It certainly would. I I, I don't know. I think I'd I'd quite like to keep him if we could, even if that means we end up losing, losing, you know, Koontz to practice squad and obviously waiver wire and then getting picked up somewhere else. I think, you know, I think that Super Bowl experience is so valuable.
0: Well, this is what I was going on about. Um, when they cut say cut when corey Davis retired, my immediate reaction was, Oh my god, are we gonna be rocking um two rookie receivers? Really I mean, having one rookie receiver in your starting lineup is, is one thing. Having two rookie receivers, albeit they have both looked good in preseason, but mm. you know, Preseason isn't regular season games, and you just cannot replicate that kind of pressure in the preseason. Um, well, although they were under pressure because they're. I'm also quite.
2: Surprised. Yeah,
0: I, I'm. I'm quite
2: surprised they they've kept those two because because Rogers, you know, he doesn't like rookie receivers. You know, you've got to be on the same page. You've got to know your playbook inside and out with Rogers. You make one mistake, that's it. Uh, you know what? You are out of position, or you haven't assessed this, or calculated that. Rodgers is going to be on your back. So you know, I can't see many snaps with those guys. Brownlee and Gibson. I mean, Gibson's is going to be a punt return anyway. But Brownlee, there yeah. yeah, did get a good preseason. But I, I don't know. He, he could be. He's up here. Do you know? I don't know. I don't know. He could be. He could be sitting around. He will. Brownlee. I can't see him. Playing I think, I think
3: Brownlee's got that. Brownlee's got that fire. He's got that undrafted free agent. Um, should have should have been a third round pick in his own mind. He's got that fire in his belly and he's delighted he's made to 53 and I think he knows he's got to go out and prove something. so I think that I think that's a lot of the reason why they've could have kept him around because he's got the fire um, and they're seeing that motivation in him and like, like you say Gibson's not going to feature too much in, in um, offensive um, plays.
0: But, uh, hey, I'll tell you what, we haven't seen much of Dalvin Cook. He was, he had a surgery, um, I believe, this week. He had the birth of his child this week. So, congratulations to Delvin about that. Another family dude. Can't have enough family dudes on the team. I love it. Mm. But I, I love seeing, uh, it was on, um, ugh, Hard Knocks was it Jets drive. was are spoilt for programmes at the moment. But there was a, <laughs> it was a uh, Tanzel Smart's wife. Uh, in the stands with the other wives, and they all had their kids with them, and I just so cute, so lovely. I'm a big sucker, like big you like that. But I'm a new grandpa this year, so I'm, I'm into my grandchildren. You're surely,
3: surely not. <laughs> you don't cold old enough to us.
0: Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, yeah, you better believe it. But uh, I just wanted to say, um, our running back room. Wow, I can't yeah. wait. You know, I just, I don't know what. I don't know what I'm more excited about. Our defence, Rogers, the wide receivers, the running backs. It's just everywhere you look, we're, mm. we're like really good. Obviously, I mean, we're, our starting linebackers, Quincy Williams and CJ Mosley, awesome. And then we've got Sherwood, who, who did, imp- I think he impressed at the back end of last year. when He, he was making um, defensive calls as well when he, he spelled for Mosley. I'm not that concerned about Sherwood. The drop-off after Sherwood is a little bit steep, whoever's there. But that said, we only use um, one or two linebackers anyway because we mm. use so many safeties. But um, it's, the emphasis is going to be on the safeties. So it's going to be such an interesting season. I can't wait. So we've got the Bills game in two weeks' time. Are you guys staying up to watch
3: it? Oh, We're going to be in the Hippodrome.
0: Yeah, Are you going to be in the Hippodrome? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm going to be there, be there, going to be there every, every, every game, game day. Come on, John.
2: Sorry. No, I was just saying, we're going to be there every single... No matter what time it is, we, we're going to be there. So any, <laughs> any Jets fans in London, you know, we keep saying this, but you're more than welcome. Free beer. Uh, it's great. It's a great laugh. It's a great environment. Free Come beer. on down, guys. Come on down. I don't
0: Free think beer. I don't think it is free, but just for the sake of not getting sued because there's no free beer, I think that that was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's free beer. But um, the kickoff, guys, uh, is, unfortunately, it's on Tuesday. So it'll be Monday night slash Tuesday morning, September 12th. Set your alarm clocks because it's at one fifteen a.m.
3: Yeah, yeah. So, and you'll have to get a night bus in because it's a Monday night. So if you are coming into the Hippodrome have to be night bus in, night bus out. So what John and I will probably do, uh, we've done in the past, is, is we'll meet up a couple of hours before the games and we can get the tube in, get the train in, whatever. It's a little bit easier to get in, even though we're a bit early. Um, and then obviously take the day off work or in the morning off work the next day.
0: I'm having to take two days off work because <laughs> oh. if I go to work uh, on the Monday, there's no way I can, I can keep my eyes open till 1.15, kick off. Can you
3: not do a disco nap? Oh, no. I'm getting. I'm a grandpa. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so any, anyway, guys, we'll wrap this bit up and we'll head off into the corner where John's waiting.
2: I am waiting. I am waiting very patiently.
0: In Lithuania.
2: In Lithuania. The, yeah, John's a foreign Lithuanian corner. corner. Yeah. <laughs> Hanging out with meat donuts. So I've got a plate <laughs> full of meat donuts. So, oh. So the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the uh, the play this this week is um, oh is an under um, for season prop, uh, Baker Mayfield under it was under three, it was three thousand yards for the season. It's now gone to two thousand nine hundred. So simple reasoning: Baker Mayfield is awful. Full stop. Todd.
3: <laughs> Todd. Todd. <Is> that, <laughs> Todd the end of John's corner. <laughs> yeah.
2: Todd Bowles is your head coach, and we all know about him. Um, hang Carl's on, that...
0: I, I, hang on. I've got Baker on the line. What was that? <laughs> hang on. He says he's going to sue you, and he wants free beer.
2: I got no offence. I no no offence to Baker because you know as long as he get do me uh,
0: meat donuts,
2: then uh, yeah. I'll, well, he's uh, a baker. I mean, yeah, exactly. Oh, take back my words. <laughs> but um, Carl Trask is waiting in the wings. Um, he looked he looked half decent in the preseason, and um, I can see Baker getting pulled. Um, you know, halfway through the season, he, he passed for about 1,100 yards last season before he got pulled. Um, he just throws it up in the air, hopes that someone's going to catch it. He got Mike Evans, uh, but he's on the decline. You know, he's a great receiver; he's a Hall of Fame receiver, and Godwin is a good receiver as well. So the only way he's going to get his yards is in garbage time uh, at the end of the game. And after a certain number of, of games, he's going to get pulled. They're going to see what else they got because. They're going to tank Tampa Bay with Todd Bowles as your head coach, and they're going to see what they've got with Trask before they decide what to do with their top three pick. Uh, and it's going to be a lot of quarterbacks next season, and everyone's going to be fighting for um, Caleb Williams, who looks the real deal, and he's going to be your number one, and he's like he's going to be uh, your next franchise quarterback. So, yeah, Baker Mayfield under two thousand nine hundred yards. Hey,
3: that, that's a cool. Hey um just quickly Gus. before you move on just got a little bit of breaking news on our WhatsApp chat From oh, yeah. Kieran shout out Kieran in Ireland uh, who comes over to the hippodrome who's just it was just message von miller's going to miss the first four games of the season oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. i've seen that so um seen so, seen so that game. that's a big that's big because during those first four games of course they
0: play us yep. yeah I, I'm, I'm i'm absolutely gutted that uh, von miller's going to be missing that game <laughs> And of course, all the Buffalo Bills fans are going to when we win the division. oh, well, you only you you played our backup this, and you back backup that just like the Dolphins did. Oh, we played our backup quarterbacks can only beat what's in front of you.
3: Absolutely,
2: exactly. Well, so, if they're going
0: to start bottling it, you know, then uh, is that a Miller joke? The terror. <laughs> That's quite good. Uh, so, guys, <laughs> just uh, Miller time. <laughs> if you guys happen, if if. The listeners haven't seen it yet. Um, episode three of Hard Knocks is out. And we've got the next um, One Jets Drive, which is out. I can't believe we haven't had any breaking news while we've been doing this because gotcha. I keep, keep refreshing and nothing's happening. So it's annoying. But um, hey, we've done another cracking podcast and it's good to talk and all that jazz. And I can't believe. We're nearly at the start of the season. We've got all the pre-season out of the way. The team is finally taking shape. Who knows what Joe Douglas has got up his sleeve? Um, Is he going to pull something out? Because there is more rumour circulating as I'm talking now that there's a possibility that Bryce Huff could get traded if the right um, package uh, comes along. And I've been saying that for a long time. I'm feeling so, we we've got so much debt. If someone came in with an offer that you can't review, aka um, Adams, who
3: knows? It's not going to be that though. We're not going to get multiple first for Bryce Huff.
0: No, we're not. We're not going to get multiple first. I'm not. That's not what I'm saying. But if it's if it's something that's going to blow your doors off, I think Joe Douglas would pull the trigger. We haven't got any draft picks. Well, top draft picks next year. So watch this space. Mm-hmm. I just want to emphasise that's just a rumour. That's not actually physically happening, that's just a rumour but if if an offer came in don't think that uh, Joe Douglas wouldn't pull the trigger on that So, mm. guys, it's been great and um, we'll do this all again uh, next Tuesday because it's Tuesday now and uh, <laughs> hopefully this time next week we'll um, be able to keep a lid on it and we'll be able to get something done and hopefully this team will be ready to rock and roll and we're finally going to get to look What our starting 53 is is looking like, yeah, great! So, thanks for joining us, John. Thanks for making the effort, and buddy, I hope you get back soon with your family. And uh, we'll speak from the UK
2: next week. Hopefully, hopefully, looking forward to next week, guys.
0: Days are counting down. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers, guys. As always, (laughs) oh, yeah.
2: All gas, no brake.